Hey, welcome to Horse Hour. I'm Amy Stevenson. Today we're talking eventing. I'm joined by Ivy Freeman Atwood, who is an 18-year-old eventer. I recently met her at Gatcombe with her lovely mum, and her sister is a show jumper. So for both of them, the family are really into horses and really into high-level competing. So I thought it'd be really interesting to get Ivy's journey, because a little birdie told me she first started her BE90 when she was just 12 years old. So Ivy's going to share her story. This is Horse Hour. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I was at Gatcombe Horse Trials the other day and I saw this beautiful girl with the most stunning horse and and I was just mesmerised because the horse was being a little bit naughty. He was going sideways, he was a bit spooky and and, and she looked so young but so in control of the horse and I thought I was just mesmerised with how she managed to keep the horse under control and keep so calm at such a big event and I thought I just have to talk to her. Her name's Ivy Freeman Atwood, she's 18 years old and she's joining us on the podcast today. How are you Ivy? I'm great, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's so true, though. So at Gatcombe, the weather was horrific. We had storms, it was raining, it was windy, and your gorgeous horse was prancing around the warm-up arena, um, which was making me laugh quite a lot, because (laughs) if that was me, I'd be getting off the horse and I'd be walking him back to the stable block. (laughs) But you weren't. You were so calm and collected. How were you feeling in that moment? He's quite a hot horse, you know, in general. So um, I've kind of got used to that, but also I was expecting it. So I took him to Osberton last year, and unfortunately, after the show jumping, he um, became injured. So he it was actually his first run back um, since oh. Osberton. So and you know, Gatcom, you know, I was in the two stars, so it's quite a big atmosphere and stuff. So he was just very excited to get going. <laughs> <laughs> he was really excited. And you're you're in that warm up arena. Gatcom's a two star event. Yes. Yes. So you're in that warm up arena with Olympic riders. You're with Izzy Taylor. You're with yeah. William Fox Pitt. And and a lot for a lot of people, if their horse was being naughty, it would freak them out. They'd they'd feel worried. They'd feel embarrassed. <laughs> but you didn't seem to feel any of that. I know that when he um he's you know quite like that a lot of the time in the warm up but um I know once he's at the start box he literally completely changes no spookiness just knows his doll and does it so I yeah I know that that's how he is and have to just sort of get on with it <laughs> you were laughing about it at one point. yeah <laughs> yeah well I think it's great I think it's um you know really shows that we shouldn't be embarrassed if our horses are playing up yeah. we just carry on doing what we do when we're at home yeah sometimes they get a bit spooky or whatever you know you can't expect them to just behave perfectly the whole time and yeah, you know, they're animals and you just have to deal with their little quirks and then get on with them. But doesn't that make it so much more exciting when they have a character and personality? Yeah, I feel like all good horses, if they're talented, they're going to be a little bit quirky. You know, some bark, some spook at leaves on the floor. But, you know, <laughs> all the super talented ones usually aren't immaculately behaved the entire time. <laughs> now, you know, you come from an equestrian family. Your sister is um, a show jumper. You do eventing. And uh, we will talk more about the two of you in a moment. But, uh, you know, I'm really keen to hear a bit more about your history and where you started. Because from what I believe, um, you started BE in 2011, which would have made you 12. Yeah, but I only started riding when I was 10. So I only started riding two years before I... Um, so I compared to you know a lot of people I started really late um 
my mum, uh, our family and a lot of flat race horses and my mum rode when she was younger, but we were never sort of brought up around horses. And so we got a little kind of pony club pony, hunting pony. And um, then uh, he went lame and my grandma had bought my mum just a, this 14 two to hack around. So uh, the week before, I think I was 10 or 11, I took him to the Pony Club Championship Qualifiers. I'd only got on him a week before and he won. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, so then, and then I went to the champs and I came second. And I was only, you know, I'd only ridden him for about eight weeks. I'd only been riding myself for about a year. So, um, and yeah, he's second at the championships against, you know, so many people who are much older than me. Um, and then, yeah, so it's kind of him that, I stole him from my mom and he he was so talented unbelievably talented and it just he kind of started it all would you say that he taught you a lot and taught you how to ride yeah I mean we got him when he was five and you know you just weren't expecting anything and honestly he was he's unbelievable in all three phases so he's only a pony but he's been double clear intermediate yeah we taught each other everything and he was quite tricky at the beginning but you know I don't think I'd be where I was um now um mm. if I hadn't got him mm. do you know how much he was when you bought it I think he was three grand two and a half wow yeah and now we've been offered like hundred thousands for him from <laughs> America and things you know he's that incredible but in that little a girl called Zoe Kerr's riding him at the moment uh we still own him but I just kind of got a bit big for him Mm. and you yeah. know you don't always want to sell on your horses it's nice to keep no. them if you can and especially yeah. is, is he is he called is that Tarzan 3 yeah yes. yeah so you know when he's taken you so far he's part of your journey it's lovely to yeah. have him still with you and he was the first horse that my mum really fell in love with so she would never sell him <laughs> since he's a baby so yeah so that's amazing a three thousand pound pony yeah um, that hasn't really done anything major you did no. pony club with him and you won that's so incredible yeah. yeah and it was a little bit gutting my whole thing with him because you know he was just um, you know, I would be upset if I wasn't in the top three every open novice I did and that kind of thing. And, you know, I'd be upset if I wasn't, you know, 42 dressage at FEI and that kind of level. And he just is amazing jumper so fast and brave and bold. And then um, I was longlisted for the Europeans in 2014. And I took him to Barbary for the final trial. And um, afterwards they were measuring, they measured after the cross country and he is big, um, but he measured in a, Brand Hall, which is the uh, Pony National Championships, and they just said we're not going to take you because we think he's too big oh, no. and we don't want to risk it. Um, and then, so the year after, I had another year in ponies, and I didn't trial because I just didn't want to be so upset because I really believe that he would have won an individual medal. Um, you know, he would just win so many trials and things like that. But he was just is on the big side, and they didn't want to risk it, so. No, sadly, he never went to a championship with oh, me. No. So I what know. did you do? I just did a couple of junior trials on him. But, you know, he's, he's, he'd struggle with the distances, uh, intermediate horse distances. Mm. Never touched a fence, but, you know, some ways he'd really struggle with the strides. And So th then after that, I just, yeah, I decided to give him to Zoe to, she does pony trials on him because, you know, he's still 14-2, but I, she can't get on any teams because... They're just worried about at the championship, you know, if they're tense, whatever they might measure out. He might be too high. He might be too big. Yeah. I see. And is that when that you then moved on to get your next horse, Cadillac? 
No, I got lucky first. Oh. Yeah, so I got lucky at, right at the end of 2015. And then I did a couple of... Because when you're 16, you have to do 100s um, before you go novice. So I did a couple of those. And he got a bit of a virus, so I just I stopped his season a bit early. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do juniors on him. Hopefully I got on the team after my disappointment with Tazi. Like, we got on well at the beginning, but he's just so different. Tarzan's so naturally balanced and uphill, and you kind of just almost just sit there, whereas Lucky's big. He struggles quite a lot on the flat, you know. Mm. Yeah, he's much, he's like 16 to massive stride, bit unbalanced, bit downhill naturally. So um, I found his dressage a bit hard the first year. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to aim to qualify him for Osbiton and things like that so that's interesting in itself that you've had to change your riding technique to fit the new horse um like you said the the uh Tarzan kind of took you around um, yeah. and then the new one you've got to learn new ways of moving and how to balance him and yeah kind of opens up a new world doesn't it really yeah and with a horse you can't you know show jumping you can't miss and you have to be much more accurate and so yeah I just aimed to I did a few OIs on him what's OI? Um, open intermediates okay just at the beginning of the season I did a few of the junior trials which just the intermediate under 21 classes because you moved um, up quite quickly you went from BE 90 in 2011 with Tarzan yeah um, when you started when you got into the open novices it was then very quick when you moved up to one star and then two star we took it quite slowly with Tarzan, actually. I did, like, a season 90s, couple of 100s at the end. Then I did a season of 100s and a couple of novices at the end. But, I mean, I was still quite... I was still, I think, 13 when I did my first novice um, on him. And then, yeah, but then once I got lucky, I did, you know, two novices, a few intermediates, then went up to two-star on him. Um, and then, yeah, and then I qualified... Then I did the advanced... Um, Aston the walls when I was 17 it was all going really well and I was gonna get a pretty good placing I, was, I think I was like would have come fifth or something and three fence from home he left a leg and I fell off sadly oh no were you okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> nosebleed but no I was fine <laughs> do you think that what you did on Tarzan originally and was taking it steady through the BE90 and 100 gave mm. you a really good foundation then for when you did get older um, to then go and compete higher, quicker. Yeah, I found by the time I progressed up a level on Tarzan, I found it very easy. So, like, I think one of my seasons I finished on my dressage score at every event the whole year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, apart from the last one, which was my first novice, where I got, I think, five time faults, but was double clear. And, you know, every step up, I, I sort of know when they're ready to move up and when mm. I'm ready and... Yeah, so they've all made steps up the levels feel quite easy. What What is it that you struggle with the most with eventing? Um, I mean, the logistics weren't great. I mean, I'm so thankful to have Izzy Taylor down there because she's been helping me since 2013, I think, with Tazi. And uh, he used to be quite naughty and she would ride him cross-country and he would just be amazing at everything. And that's when we knew. There was this time when she... um. She jumped off the step and we thought she was going to go straight and she just turned to this angle the triple brush on him years ago and, and he just jumped it and we were like, God, he's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, but she was, she's based really near school, so she's helped me. 
And um, what is it out of the eventing that you struggle with the most? Is it is it the timing, you know, the times that you need to get round? Is it the fences? Is it the show jumping? Obviously, it's not dressage because your horses are really good at dressage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I don't think there's one thing in particular. I mean, it, it usually usually goes quite well. We we make a plan on the way there in the lorry. So the night before, we plan everything backwards. Mum is a very early person, so we always get there mm-hmm. hours in advance. I used to get very, 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 very bad nerves. Mm. Um, but I don't so much. I probably will when I do my first three star. <laughs> but um, no, I'm everything's sort of okay actually. I don't. There's not one bit in particular. Do you, and you don't get nervous so much now because I think that's quite normal to be a bit nervous. Yeah, I mean, I got unbelievably nervous. Um, I used to almost be sick and things like that. But on lucky, you know, I went out the Starbucks at and I was jumping the second fence. I was like, you know, I know he's going to go clear. He feels good. He's so straight and honest. Um, I definitely never get nervous for dressage. Sometimes show jumping if it seems a bit tricky, but... Um, I think it's more when when you're established at a level, you don't get nervous so much. It's when you kind of move up or mm. it's a really important thing, like a championship or something. What is it that made you nervous? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think it's almost a thought of not I'm not doing well. Um, I'm that's not, I your own pressure. That's your own brain putting you under that yeah. pressure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not nervous about, you know, falling off or anything like that. I'm just nervous about... I just, you know, want to go clear, want to win, whatever. <laughs> but what do you, what, I know this sounds crazy, but what does it matter if you don't win? Um, Not much, but with, it means more to me now because, you know, L- Lucky is teaching me everything. And, you know, I went advanced when I was 17, which is really young. And I was meant to take him three star this year if he wasn't injured, but I will at the beginning of next year. But Although he's teaching me, he's not particularly competitive. His dressage is quite weak. And then I got another horse at the beginning of this year who was very competitive and we really didn't get on well. So I've had a bit of time where I haven't been, you know, I've been doing well, but not that competitive. So I quite want to be back <laughs> winning again like I was a few years ago. It's tricky though, Ivy, because you, in at that level now, at two, two star, three star, four star, yeah. you are riding against 40 to 50 amazing worldwide amazing competitors including some olympians yeah the the chances of you winning yet i've got to be honest are are quite slim because of the level that you're competing with so i'm wondering if you take that pressure off yourself I don't know, I'm not a psychologist. But I'm just thinking, <laughs> if you take that pressure off yourself and just aim to do small goals, making the horse more successful, more successful, more successful, you're bound to win eventually. But if you put so yeah. much pressure on yourself, you're going to stop enjoying it. No, I do. I really enjoy it. Um, I think, yeah, no, I'm just so competitive that <laughs> you always want to win. <laughs> I think the main thing with Lucky, I hope to go to Bramham on 25 next year for the CCI three star and Bram's renowned to be quite a tricky cross country course. And that's what he's so good at. You know, he's never had a point ever where he's felt like running out, you know, he's so straight, so bold. Um, so hopefully I could do maybe relatively well there if the cross country is tricky. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'm just enjoying going up the levels and yeah, I've got a nice little five-year-old who is um, very nice in the flat and good jumper. So hopefully he'll be good next year as well. You're very lucky, but you know, it's important to say you haven't been given everything. It's just yeah. you, your mum and your sister and your mum works incredibly hard to, to keep your dream going for you. Yeah, so she, when I was, she never saw me very much when I was down south. I had the horses there and everything, but, you know, she'd pay for everything. She'd organise it all and organise people to take me to, cause most of the time she didn't take me to events because, uh, she knew she was up with my sister in Shropshire, but she knew she'd organise people to take me to events and things like that. And then now I finished school, um, I've actually come back for the, for September and probably October um, and it's been really nice having the horses, you know, on my doorstep and being able to go training a lot and things like that. But no, she does everything pretty much at the moment, um, especially for my sister, because my sister's at school doing, she's doing her GCSEs this year. So um, she does oh everything gosh. for her. Yeah, well, she, yeah, but, but she has to. She's at school and she's competing at an international level as well. Yeah, so she is, she went to the Pony Europeans this year and the Children Horses Europeans last year. And this is in show jumping? Yeah, show jumping. Um, and then she's got Hoys in three weeks with her European pony, Valmy de Trey, and uh, her six-year-old Charlie, who is in the Newcomers and the Fox Hunter, and then Olympia after that. So we're all quite busy at the moment. Wow. Are you going to go and watch her? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Hoys. Um, it's really... I love the atmosphere there and it's very different to events and why did you choose eventing over show jumping probably tarzi just put me in that direction and because you know pony club sort of i feel introduces you to eventing quite a lot the reason lily went into show jumping is because she had a 12-2 called kitty who had evented um and also show jumped and then she went to scope to do the tiny tots in one and she was really little so kitty kind of got her so it was kind of our first ponies that got us into each discipline and uh, yeah that's off in different directions yeah, yeah. And you just fell in love with what the horses loved yeah yeah exactly it must be hard for you mum though ivy having to have you know two really su- having to have you know having two really <laughs> successful children different different parts of the country and some sometimes different parts of the world and she can't split herself in two and i and i feel for her because i'm sure she wants to be at both your events all the time but you're just too talented that's the problem <laughs> Yeah, it's, it is difficult because we have shows that clash and mum has to, you know, ultimately decide which show is more important. Mm. You know, because if one of us has a big show and one has a smaller one, she'll have to go to the, the child who's doing the more important <laughs> competition. Yeah, so it's it's a lot having, if, you know, if we're doing the same discipline, you can kind of go together. And But no, it's, we have to have different trainers, different tack, like all the horses have to do different things. It's, mm. yeah. It must it is cost difficult. a lot as well to, to upkeep. Yeah, um, but you know we're we're lucky we get um, with sponsors and things to get discounts and free things. And um, but no, Mum is very good. Pays for everything. She <laughs> doesn't doesn't buy herself any nice clothes anymore because she pays for the horses. Oh bless her. <laughs> so. You have a you have a really good strong supportive team around you, and some of your trainers you mentioned Izzy Taylor trains you. Yeah, in yeah. Do you have different trainers for each of the disciplines? Yes. Yeah, so Lily's jumping trainer Mark McCourt helps me a lot when I'm here, and he's great. And then um, 
Tracy Robinson, who also trains Izzy on the flat and lots of the you know, senior eventers, she helps me on the flat when I'm at Izzy's as well. And she's amazing um, flat teacher. You know, she knows exactly what they want um, and what to do with each horse when you get on them. So, mm. yeah. When I was at school, though, I didn't, I wasn't able to have many lessons and I can't tell you how important they are. You know, having someone on the ground to just tell you little things to do here and there really, really helps. I'm very happy now. Well, it has to help because Izzy Taylor has just won Blenheim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy for her. It was amazing. Really she did good. an incredible round and she deserves yeah. that. You know, the last couple of years, she's just been remarkable this year. She works so unbelievably hard, I can't tell you. Like, she has so, so many horses. You know, she gets up so early, goes to bed late, you know. She's so focused and really deserves to do so well. <laughs> She's very committed. Um, and that's nice for her to pass that down to you as in a really yeah. good, strong work ethic. And that it's not easy. You do have to mm. work really hard. Yeah. And it's so like she doesn't really have time for me, but, you know, makes it anyway. <laughs> no, Does she? Really grateful, yeah. Bless her. Is there anything that you and Lily swap tips with because of your different disciplines? Um. I'm better at taking advice from her than she is from me. She's at that age where she's a bit like, I know everything. <laughs> but sometimes you kind of ask, you know, what should I do here and there? And sometimes I give her flat work advice or ride her horse on a flat and she jumps mine when I, if I'm away ever. So that kind of crossover. But we kind of just leave each other to it a bit, you know. We know a lot about our own disciplines and not particularly that much about each other's so but well, yeah the whole world is just a, like I'm a, like a little sponge there's just so much to learn all the time yeah and I think you can learn a lot from each of the disciplines especially as actually you're doing yeah. all three disciplines so yeah. you have a bonus although it's different it's a different it's a different discipline altogether um and you know you've got different styles of horses different breeds yeah. of horses your horses are uh, put together differently specifically yeah. for your <laughs> for your event but ultimately yeah. you're doing dressage show jumping and cross country it is um helpful with the show jump because a lot of um you know dressage you use your seat and body a lot and cross country you know if you're going for it and kicking but show jumping a lot of eventers you know maybe push with their seat too much and and it results in offenses so <laughs> i just get shouted at if i ever push with my seat show jumping which has really helped and Stuff like that, having show jumping advice from show jumpers, because I feel like a lot of eventers leave that as their least important phase. But mm. obviously, they're all um, equally as important. But also with the the breeding thing, I've got my five year old actually was bred to show jump um, by Contendro. He'd never done dressage or cross country before I got him, but he's he's taking it all really well, and <laughs> it's very sweet. That's good. That's interesting. Yeah. And did you know what you what type of horse you wanted? Did you breed him? No. Um, the reason we got him, um, so we're selling the horse caddy that I bought last year because we just don't get on. Um, so I only had a tiny bit of money left over to buy myself uh, a young horse. So we were just kind of looking. We didn't really have anything. I, I wanted something that was good on the flat because I um, love, love my flat work. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, when I tried him, um, he was jumping barrels and, you know, spooky fillers and things and wasn't scared of them. So I thought, you know, he's going to be brave cross country. And, and it, you know, and he was nice enough that I could sell him as a junior horse if it didn't 
um, mm. if he wasn't good enough for me or anything. So, yeah. I think, Ivy, it's important, you know, when you're growing up and you're going through those teenage years, particularly, mm. to have a good work-life balance. So, yeah. you do say you had that? Yeah, and also, I adore all my friends, all my eventing friends. I have the, you know, the best fun with all of them. So, when I'm at competitions, it's like for me socializing as well you know you you do your job when you're with your horse and then all my best friends are, are usually at my competitions with me so you know it, it, it for me going to especially stay away shows are it's a bit of bit of fun and also you're competing as well so yeah I you're have, so I I've lucky had a good <laughs> <laughs> really lucky you're absolutely living the dream um, yeah. uh, what, what do you want to do then what's your your ultimate goal is this something you want to do as a full-time career um I just my family quite want me to go to uni and I so I think I'm on a taking gap here at the moment I'm going to apply in October um I might take a second gap here I I'm not sure yet <laughs> but I think I will go to uni because you know uh you can lectures are quite short you know you only have you know have too many a week um I think I'll be able to do that as well yeah. what would you study at uni I quite want to do economics okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> are they saying that you've got to have something behind you then in case the equestrian career doesn't work yeah yeah because it's I love it but it's quite um if you hurt yourself and then you have nothing to fall back on I mean so many so many top top riders have gone to uni and then carried it on as a career hmm. so it's, yeah they just want me to have something to fall back on I think that's very sensible yeah. you know you've got another career behind you as well whether it's a degree behind you or you have a trade behind you but always having something just in case yeah. what you want to do doesn't quite work it sets you up in a better position then doesn't it and again yeah. takes off some of the pressure I want to take off this pressure off your little brain <laughs> yeah I just um I think I have pressure because I only have really lucky and then I have this five-year-old because never invented before so I'm sort of I think maybe you know once I've sold Caddy hopefully I'll buy another horse and also I'm sort of looking for owners and things because I need to build up my string a bit because the more horses you have the less pressure it is on each individual one do you know I was just thinking exactly the same exactly yeah. same. I was thinking if you had put too much pressure on yourself ultimately you could end up putting too much pressure on the horses they might not be ready just yet or there might be that one competition that you're so desperate to win that you then yeah. push them a little bit too hard yeah but if you have I mean I would never push them too hard if I didn't feel like they were ready but if if you've just got one horse at, at that level mm. and you're like I want to do this competition I want to go to this one this one whereas if you have a couple at or if you only have one you know three star horse a couple of intermediate two star horses a couple of babies then if you do badly on one and the others do well it's great but if you only have that one and then you do badly it feels like everything's kind of going a bit wrong so um yeah hopefully I'll be able to find some owners to build up my string a bit this year and take off a bit more well i wish you the best of luck ivy for both you and your sister and your mum she deserves you to to do really well too because <laughs> she's the one mucking out and clearing up and i know, the and <laughs> I know. <laughs> driving the lorry um but it's been a real pleasure meeting you thank you so much and uh, that's it now is that it for this year um no i've got more tomorrow my five-year-old doing his first event then i've got Lucky doing the advanced little Downham, then Western with the five-year-old, then Osby, and then maybe Alden. Oh gosh, so you've got loads then. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, you can have a break. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, how can we follow you on Twitter? You're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Yes, I'm on all th- Well, my sister and I share a Facebook page, which is fun. So it's Ivy and Lily Freeman Atwood. Um, my Instagram is Ivy Freeman Atwood and my Twitter is I Freeman Atwood. Well, we will follow you on all three. 